As a health professional, beauty and aging are the centerpiece of my research. And one thing is clear, if you want to age well, you would better keep your NAD levels high. NAD is a molecule in the human body that is vital to aging well and remaining youthful in so many ways. NAD creates energy, maintains healthy DNA, detects and uses nutrients efficiently, and even protects your cellular health. Unfortunately, from age 30 to age 70, NAD levels decline up to 65%. Simply put, when your NAD levels decline, aging accelerates. That's why if you care about aging well, you need to get Qualia NAD. Qualia NAD is a clinically tested supplement that can boost your NAD levels up to 50%. It's a vegan, non-GMO blend of three key naturally derived ingredients called NAD precursors that your body can readily convert into NAD. And 11 additional ingredients that support your body's NAD production. Qualia NAD is the easiest way to support your NAD levels deep into life, so you can stop losing one of the most vital molecules in your body for remaining youthful and in your prime. So if you're over 30, help stop your declining NAD levels with Qualia NAD risk-free for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com forward slash radiance and use code radiance will score you an additional 15% off. That's qualia NAD at neurohacker.com forward slash radiance with code radiance to age incredibly well from the inside out. Hello, everyone. Welcome. I'm just going to kick off this episode with a little, a little song that I wrote. enjoyed that and today I have a really exciting episode planned for us here today and first of all welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast in today's episode we are going to discuss the energy of beauty and radiance how we can optimize it and how this may help us during these highly evolutionary times and if you're new here welcome my name is Rachel Varga I'm a double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist and since 2011, have performed well over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures. You can learn more about me, what I do in the description of this episode and over at rachelvarga.ca. And also be sure to subscribe to the Rachel Varga official Facebook page, YouTube channel, and on YouTube, hit the bell so that you know when I go live next. And also subscribe to the Rachel Varga podcast and this is just a really fun journey. I'm taking y'all with me on this journey of learning how we can optimize our body, mind, spirit, and energy to be kind of like our greatest version ever and be more beautiful and radiant from the inside and out using my very interesting toolkit of the holistic science of beauty. So today we have a really cool guest joining us today. We have Deneen Giddy joining us from thenaturalalchemy.com. And actually one of my clients introduced me to Deneen and her circle. And this is really cool. These are like weekly calls where we get together and we just uh, kind of share how we're feeling and how we can support one another, which is really beautiful. So Deneen is a healing coach for emerging mediums and psychic empaths longing for more clarity. Who doesn't want more clarity during these times? 
direction and deep connection to their innate abilities. Deneen completed a master's from Nova Southeastern University and accrued various certifications in healing arts and holistic wellness. She has revolutionized the methods for helping sensitive and empathic psychics learn how to harness their gifts and create the life that their soul has been yearning for. So whether some of you resonate with that or some of you don't, that's totally cool. Just know that we're going to be sharing some things that have really helped us, our friends, some of our family members, clients, just get through these highly evolutionary times, because this is an interesting time to be a human, to say the least. So welcome, Deneen Giddy from thenaturalalchemy.com. How are you today? Hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. And you are right. These are evolutionary times. And when we can come together and share and connect, we end up lifting each other up. And that's exactly what is needed right now. Absolutely. And uh, actually, one of my clients, Willow, introduced me to yourself, as well as a few other people I like to call friends now that, uh, you know, we're just kind of supporting ourselves on this journey. And we're learning about things like crypto along the way. We're <laughs> going to share with you guys some of the interesting nuances that we've experienced with uh, this type of exchange. It's all about sending and receiving mm. and keeping as much of our cash as in our pockets as opposed to losing them in fees. This is the future, guys. This is what uh, actually Walmart and Amazon have already announced this year and also even TikTok that they're accepting um, currency, cryptocurrency, and they're building at these platforms. So hanging out with us here, we're going to keep you guys on the straight and narrow and also ways to um, help like kind of push you and give you some nudges for, for dealing and navigating through these evolutionary times. So why don't we just kick things off with what are energy bodies? And I'm going to talk about actually some of the, the scientific information around here. And when we're talking about this, this isn't medical advice. This is educational information only. If you think you have a medical condition or anything like psychological, you need some support in that sense, please reach out to a licensed provider to help you with that. Because what we're finding in uh, the data and some of the research that some of my mentors are sharing in their over a thousand cases of working with individuals is that those that are of the age group 30 to 40 are actually being a little bit more impacted energetically right now. And this is research as of last week. So Deneen, in your opinion, what are energy bodies and how can they impact our health? What do we need to know to be careful with things like our cell phones and social media? Thank you, Rachel. So our energy bodies, when people think of our body, they only think of our physical body. And many don't realize that we have many other bodies, but they're subtle, subtle energy forms. So we have an emotional body, a mental body, an etheric body. It's all attached to our auric field. And when we're constantly receiving and absorbing from our external environment, a lot of that can cloud our field if we don't have any energy management or any uh, energy hygiene practices that we keep up with. And this is something we were never taught. We were never taught this in school. We were never taught how to not only clear energy, but how to cultivate it. So those are some of the problems that can impact our health. So for example, when we're on the receiving end and we're absorbing so much and we're not expressing our emotions and we're seeing that happen right now with all the fear that's being pushed, the anxiety, the worry, all of that. And everybody's on the constant receiving end because it's on a loop for 24 seven. 
depression. That's all we're hearing about. It's on the news. It's that narrative and it's pumped into our field. And this can influence the way we think, the way we act, the way we feel. And if we store that down and push it down and we don't move it out of our body, that can really cause disease or dis-ease within the body. And it builds up all these different problems that we start having issues with in terms of our organs, in terms of how we look, our sleep, how we feel. So when you don't feel good, you don't look good. (laughs) So it's really impacting us in many different avenues. And that's why I like to focus my work on energy management and energy hygiene. It's so important. And we really need to learn how to do that. I love how you kind of summarize that. And when we're thinking about like the aura or the human biofield is actually the more scientific term here. You guys have heard me say this before. I actually have a device that you put your fingertips in and it actually measures the light coming off of your fingertips. And then it extrapolates it onto a computer program. It's actually Russian technology. And then it gives you kind of uh, some information on your your energy and your joule output it actually measures like how much joule energy is coming off of your body and uh, they are creating a consumer use device as well so you can actually check yourself kind of like the aura ring and other type of biohacking metrics but right now it's just for practitioners but trust me you guys are going to be the first to know when this comes to the consumer market i do just want to spend a moment talking about things like our cell phones and social media, because recently I did a a two day fast from it, like very intentional. I'm just going to get into my own energy. I'm going to do like learn new skills and things like that. And then when I went on social after having just, just something like two days completely off, I really noticed something energetically. I was in a good space being in my own energy. And then I look on social media and it's like, everyone else's like karma, trauma, values, perspectives is just like getting shoved in your face. So what are some of your tips for for mediating and navigating that? Well, first of all, we need to realize that we are natural beings and we were never meant to be plugged in all of the time. So the first thing we really have to do is unplug. But that's what's being pushed at us all the time is to be plugged in. And if you think about it years ago, back to when we were children, I remember a time that it was considered rude to reach out to someone or call their house or go visit them after a certain time. That was their time to be unplugged after work, to be with their family, to be outside, to be exercising, to be taking care of their physical body body and their energy. That was their downtime. But now with technology, we have access to each other at 24-7. But that question comes in just because we have access to everybody 24-7, should we? And we're missing that important piece because we should not be plugged in and we should not have access to each other all the time. And you're almost considered rude if you don't acknowledge somebody as soon as they text you, you have to answer them back. So it's all these things that keep us dialed in, plugged in, even work. Emails come through after hours and your boss or someone expects you to answer them when you're at home on downtime. We really need to be unplugged and not only for our mental health and emotional health and our energetic well-being, but also because our computers and our cell phones are all giving off these electromagnetic frequencies that disrupt our frequency because we are electromagnetic beings. We are frequency beings. We are multidimensional beings. And that's what we work and function on is energy and frequency and vibration. So we really need to be mindful of that. And that's where there's a huge lack. There is not mindfulness around being plugged in all the time. And if you're thinking about this, okay, well, 
how does this make sense? Like this stuff we can't see impacting our like physical body or meat suit, basically, right? Uh, mm. Every single chemical hormone mediation is actually mediated by ions. So protons, electrons, you've probably heard of the mitochondria, the electron transfer chain, NAD+, which is an electron carrier. If there is a disturbance in the energetics around us, it will impact us on the physiological level. So I hope that that kind of makes sense. And when things aren't working well, guess what? Your largest organ of your body is your skin. And it will start to display things like lackluster. Uh, it'll also, you might actually see more of things like inflammation, breakouts, hyperpigmentation, things like that. So when we're talking about the energy of beauty and radiance, if you want to have that glow that you will hear of different teachers in the past, right, of them having this glow, we look at even just in in like the Christian history, we would see angels or, you know, Jesus or or Mary having this halo around them. Like, what is that? Is that is that potentially something like radiance, a, a specific energy or vibration that people give off. This is one of the keys that the beauty industry and the rejuvenation industry, the plastic surgery industry has no freaking clue about. So for you, understanding this, you have the advantage. The cool thing is that this stuff is free. Yes, it is. And you bring up such a good point because our skin is the largest organ that we have. And when we're talking about radiance, that radiance comes from within. You cannot fake that. There's no makeup in the world. There's no application that can give you that natural radiance. And what it is, it expresses out, but it's also magnetic. It draws people to you. So there's that beautiful electromagnetism, that electromagnetic energy that we're working with. And we naturally do give that off our heart right? It adds to our Taurus field and it it provides that field and we're interacting with that all the time. Everything has an electromagnetic frequency that it's giving off in our environment. So we're constantly communicating. But when we're talking about taking care of our physical vessel and we're talking about, for example, the skin is a great one. Think about how many products everybody's putting on their skin. Women, especially with the makeup we put on our face, all the different products you have for your morning routine, your nighttime routine, and everything in between. And if we're putting a lot of toxic chemicals into our skin, what is happening when it, that's getting absorbed into the body and absorbed into our cells? Those toxins and those chemicals end up building up and our cells aren't communicating as they should be communicating. They're not firing. They don't have that electrical current like they should be having. They're weighed down. They're dehydrated. We want beautiful hydrating cells so the electrical current is moving and those neurotransmitters are firing and it's turning into chemicals and those signals are making a clearer channel, a more beautiful channel that can radiate this energy instead of it being sort of diminished. Very cool. And uh, when we're talking about water, I, my mic is hiding this right now, but I actually have this like glowing green device thing behind me. And if you want to learn about some of my favorite things, go to rachelvarga.ca forward slash favorites and I actually have this green thing there. And what it does is it helps to create a more coherent field within a 200 foot radius. It's a little bit kind of like esoteric technology. It's like a proprietary arrangement of semi-precious metals and stones with an amplifier, an electrical amplifier. So it's pretty cool. And um, I do want to just talk about, uh, we get a lot of uh, like horizontal uh, energy through our mm -hmm. devices and towers and things like that. But now Starlink 
is going to be vertical. So the more that we can understand how to protect our, our biofield or human biofield and all of that, it's going to set you up to have more of a balanced body, mind, spirit energy. So it's really all connected, this body, mind, spirit, energy, health, wealth, all of that. So we're going to talk a little bit about that in just a second as well. And this is just such a fun journey to kind of like slowly unpack this stuff. And what's really cool, Deneen, have you noticed those of us that are kind of on this path, 5D, whatever you want to call it, this bifurcation, mm. human bifurcation split, have you noticed that it's easier for you to find people like you and connect with them in meaningful ways compared to two years ago? I absolutely agree with that statement. It has been much easier. And it's interesting because you can see the bifurcation and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger and more obvious. I was actually talking about that today with a few people and I made a few posts about it on my story on Instagram, but it's getting more obvious and it's getting louder and louder and louder. But really where you're dwelling at, your energy signature, what you're putting out is what you're going to get back. So for those of us who are signatures being sent out, we're attracting each other who are on that same wavelength. You know, our signatures are, are communicating with each other and we're able to find each other easier. So my experience through this time has been much easier than I would say some other people who are not really on this path or on this journey or aware of what's going on, whatever you want to call it, because it really does come down to awareness. That's huge awareness and communication and all of those different things. Everything's a receptive and expressive communication. That's what electromagnetism is, right? It's <laughs> receptive and, and expressive communication. But when we're able to draw those people in, it's making this journey much easier. And I don't find myself being weighed down or bogged down with a lot that's going on. It's just, to me, it's almost like noise that I'm able to tune out. Whereas other people, they're not aware, maybe they're not aware enough to do that yet. It's accessible to everybody. You know, we can make this switch. You can jump timelines at any time. It's really, you know, it's deeply innate and personal. But for me, I find that I am attracting those people. It's much easier. And we're really riding the wave instead of getting stuck in the undertow. We're riding, we're surfing, and it's much easier to navigate this journey at this time because of it. Well, some of you listening may be getting triggered by this. So I just want to talk about this whole thing of there are a lot of us freaking thriving and doing really well. And we're focusing more on this energy. And we have to be careful with this when things create division within us. That is not what we want. In fact, things like extremism are what destroys democracy. That's what a lot mm. of our secret service agencies actually work to protect. And uh, yes, I have looked into uh, different organizations to see what they stand for. And uh, I'm not going to get into details on that. But uh, we also need to be careful what is interfering potentially with us. And that recent uh, scientific data that is going to be building into the world of spirituality and medicine, you know, 30 to 40 year olds, we're getting affected more and more. So being able to uh, promote protection in and amongst yourselves, yourself, and also, you know, your home where you're dwelling is really important as well. So how can we potentially work with energy to achieve optimal health results? Like, 
what can sometimes uh, with the the device that I have to measure my energy output. The funny thing is, is that it's actually showed up things in my readings and my scores, my metrics, if you will, because it's, it's actually uses like a diagnostic tool, mainly in Europe, because they're way ahead of the game uh, over there compared to so cool. us in North America. And it can show things up. Uh, like weeks before they actually start to uh, manifest physically. What's your take on that? That's actually very interesting. And yeah, I feel like Europe is on a whole different trend when it comes to releasing this type of stuff. But it's really, I think we're going to see a rise in all these different types of technologies that are helping us in this arena. And it's really important because this is what is needed for everyone at this time. So I'm excited to see that roll out. And so what we can really do, again, the importance, number one, is unplugging. We need to, it's really getting back to basics. We are natural beings, so we need to get back outside into nature. We need to ground our energy, to ground ourselves. It truly helps to actually take our shoes off and walk barefoot on the grass. So earthing, grounding, because that really works with the ions and it helps with the free radicals in our body. It could decrease inflammation. Uh, it could help regulate your sleep, anything like that. And sunlight, sunlight does wonders for the body and engaging in that natural vitamin D. So anything that it has to do with nature. <laughs> so getting outside grounding, that's the perfect way to unplug. But we also need other tools or practices to work with our energy. And that's what I mean by energy management and energy hygiene. So there's some different things that you can do, and they really fall into two categories. So I like to call it energy clearing and then energy cultivation. So to really clear, that's when we are, again, on the receiving end, because we're like giant antennas. Our bodies are these giant antennas that are constantly <laughs> picking up signals and receiving data. And when you think about it, too, so this is how I like to also describe our intuitive or our psychic abilities, because everybody has them. We, by design, our bodies by design are equipped for this. We have our intuition, which is our internal guidance system. We have these abilities that we're able to connect with the energies in the fields all around us. So the analogy or the example I like to give is that of a radio dial. And these intuitive abilities are like the volume button. Some of us are just born with our volume button turned up a little bit higher, but it can be turned up by any anybody at any given time. And so when you want to be able to tune into these different realms, so you could think of radio stations playing different songs. Those are different frequencies or different realms or different dimensions. So when you do that, wouldn't you want to have a clear channel or a strong antenna? Of course, because you're going to be able to tune into the station and hear the messages clearly. So to do that, we really need to clear the energy out of our body. So again, getting out into nature and grounding, that's great, but we really do need practices to move it out. And you'll see that happen a lot with our emotional body. And that's happening at this time. Everyone's stuffing down emotions, but they're not expressing them. So we need to move that out of the body. So getting good with emotional intelligence, emotional regulation, expressing our emotions in healthy ways. And you can do this in any way that feels comfortable for you, whatever you know, teacher you work with or whoever comes up with a good suggestion, whatever feels resonant. But you really want to be moving that out. Some people will actually move energy out of their body by um, somatic shaking. So actually shaking the body and you'll see um, animals do that when they're scared, when there's if anybody has a dog and, you know, fireworks are going off or there's a thunderstorm. What does the dog do? They shake. They shake to move that fear and anxiety out of their body. It's natural. 
children, you see children, children are very natural and managing their energy. They're constantly moving and spinning and buzzing all around because they're moving the energy out of their body. That's a natural expression that we did have, but we've actually been programmed against it. So we need to get back into these natural basics, these natural instincts of moving energy out of our body. So somatic shaking is another great way to clear out. So there's these different tools and practices that we can do, and it really aids to optimal health. Some of the things that I like to do in the evening, which actually seriously helps with my sleep scores, is taking magnesium. And I'm going to yes. be talking a little bit more on the magnesium. That's actually really helped me. I also like to take Epsom salt soaks. Or if I'm out of Epsom salts, I've actually been using just like a like a, a Mediterranean table salt. That's uh, iodine free. That's important. And making sure that it's not fragranced or anything like that. And I'll put, you know, one to two cups of that in my bath. I'll throw some of my, some of my pineapple oil that you can get over at rachelvarga.ca forward slash store. That's a really nice locally made female entrepreneur company that I, I just love supporting. I'm really careful who I'm supporting right now, both and uh, emotionally and also economically. And I really encourage you to do the same. So I like to do that before bed, starting my day off with touching my feet on the earth, getting in that sunshine into my eyes to wake up that natural circadian rhythm. So when we tap into the energy from the sun, which is really the, un the most unadulterated source of light energy we have, that actually helps to improve our sleep for that following night hormonal regulation, and all sorts of things. I also really want to encourage you all to pray, you know, figure out who you kind of like identify and feel good with, with your spirituality and call in that protection, call in that clearing. This, this is like pretty advanced stuff. I'm not going to really get into that uh, in this call here, but I want you, I want to encourage you all to start to really cultivate those body, mind, spirit, and energy practices. Because when things are working better, like when you're talking about free radicals and, and we're, we're basically getting rid of that buildup of protons to the earth, it's creating more of that balance and homeostasis between the plus and minus, right? The electrochemical gradient. We get a little too positive if we're not grounded and our head might start spinning. Some other things that I'm also uh, really excited about working with that have made a huge difference for me is actually taking some adrenal support supplements and even some chewables. And I, I noticed a couple of weeks, my like my focus was a little bit off. I was feeling like a little bit stressed, a little bit anxious. And, you know, as people around me were feeling similar things too. So now I'm able to help with uh, certain, certain supplements to help mediate that. And I think all of those are things that can support us. What else are you doing? So it's so funny. I, I pretty much do everything that you just named. So water is very important. So water cleanses, it purifies. So not only submerging our body in actual water. So whether you're taking a bath, like you named, and I do the same thing with Epsom salt, or sometimes I use Himalayan salt, anything like that. Um, we can do things like that for our body or getting outside in natural water, the ocean, salt water, very good for cleansing and purifying. Again, getting into a river, any sort of natural body of water, showers, but also staying hydrated ourselves. So making sure we're drinking enough water and getting the inside of our body hydrated. That's very important. Again, the sun gazing, that is perfect. It does help with the sleep cycles. Supplements are wonderful. I take supplements for my adrenals. That is really, when you come down to think about it, that is so key 
in our functioning. And that's where a lot gets manipulated and taking advantage of is that adrenalized energy. And that comes out when we're in a stressed state, a feared state, or that fight or flight state that we're stuck in um, due to all the stresses or the chaoses of the world, we can be stuck in that. So taking care of our adrenal glands is very, very important. And then sleep, sleep, adequate sleep. That is another one that is crucial. If our sleep is off, we are not going to be functioning optimally. So we have to make sure we're getting in enough sleep. And also at night, I turn off the Wi-Fi on my phone. I don't sleep with it next to my bed, near my head. I move it. I make sure that all those things are turned off. And I actually have um, Oregon uh, little pyramids <laughs> all around and next to all my electrical devices as well, just to sort of mitigate that electromagnetic frequency that's being given off by the technological devices. Yeah. And just, uh, you know, we're to the wise y'all are tuning in here to stand straight and narrow and save your money with those like EMF mitigation things that you just like stick on your laptop or your cell phone. Those things don't work because your device can still send and receive. We're going to talk about send and receiving with crypto closer to the end of this call because electromagnetics uh, with, with our bodies and also sending and receiving when we're sharing value amongst one another, like this is the freaking future. And I'm here to give you all a little bit of tough love with this. I work with so many clients. I see what clients are going through. And that's what the Rachel Varga podcast is really all about is just creating resources and sharing amazing people like Deneen here with you all. So what would you say, like, what is the greatest energetic impact affecting our health at this time in your opinion, Deneen? So I would say the stress and the anxiety because it directly affects our nervous system. And when our nervous system is impacted, we cannot be clear channels and we cannot accurately discern what is truthful, what is right for us. It makes it very difficult for us to navigate our path and our journey and to navigate these really crazy times. We have these waves that are just coming at us. I like to think of everything in terms of waves. So we have these waves of change and these shifts that are coming. And so much of it has been stressful for many because it's something that no one ever thought they'd experienced before. So our nervous system is being impacted. And so a lot of people in terms of the nervous system, just to break it down a little bit. So with our nervous system that has to do with stress. We can either have that activated in the sympathetic nervous system. That's the stress. That's the agitated state. Or we have our parasympathetic nervous system. That's our calm and our cool state. So right now, everybody with all this worry and all this fear and everything that's being pumped out, we're stuck in that sympathetic nervous system. We are stuck in that stress and agitated state. And what happens when we're in that fight or flight? our blood pressure starts to raise, our heartbeat gets faster, and that starts to raise, our pupils dilate, we start to sweat exactly. So we get all crazed. And when we're in that state, we cannot properly discern the information that is coming to us. And we've never lived in a time where there's never been more information coming at us at once. It's coming at us from all angles at all times. And it can be hard to navigate and to tell what the truth is. And when we're talking about 
the truth and how that's coming out, you're, what we're really seeing is, and we've talked about that bifurcation, we are seeing two sides to things, right? We see it in politics. You got the left versus the right. You see it with vax or anti-vax. You see it across the board. Now we're seeing all these different avenues that this is playing out. And it makes it hard to discern what is right. And cognitive dissonance starts to kick in. So when you're trying to have a conversation with someone, and let's just stick with, you know, We'll just stick with the vaccine example just for the moment because that's what's relevant well, like we're in the not, world. We're not really kind of getting into that. that no, no, we won't get into that. But what what I do want to interject here is because that's a medical choice. That's that's personal private information right. for anybody. Nope, you do not have to share that information. That is private for you. And the one thing I do want to just interject on is the concept of cognitive dissonance. When we mm -hmm. are in that fear state, Listen to what I'm going to do with my voice. We're just going to take things down a couple notch, couple notches. So we are taking ourselves out of that beta state, which is that high stress, sympathetic, let's get ish done for the day. That's, you know, the state you're in when you're, when you're talking and working and things like that. But we don't want to sit there. We want to be there for short periods of time. But especially for with women, if we are hanging out in that energy, what happens is it starts to affect our periods. And when mm -hmm. we are also in that fear state and that high beta state, our brain literally stops working properly. And so this is like a really big topic to understand. You cannot make a logical decision when you're in a fear state because legitimately your prefrontal cortex isn't actually getting the blood supply that it really needs in order to think logically. So when individuals are maintained in the fear state, what happens is their emotions start running the show and they make emotional decisions. Mm -hmm. So say, for example, we're talking about stock market trading or cryptocurrency trading, holding all that stuff. If we don't want to be making emotional decisions, we want to make sure we're making decisions for ourselves for the, you know, the betterment of ourselves and humanity in general, from more of a logical perspective. So not being in that beta state will actually make your brain work better. And you will actually make choices that are going to be better for you. And we have to be careful with this whole like information. It's like information vomit out there. I had Andrew Bustamante on the show a little while ago, he is basically like a private intelligence uh, agent. He used to work for CIA. Now he does private stuff, which is pretty cool. And he was explaining the, the concept of mis and disinformation. So you could get information from like influencers and stuff like that, or different outlets. And before uh, I think it was like the 1980s. There was actually something that was uh, there. There was a piece of legislation or whatever that whatever that information or media outlet was sharing with you, it had to say what position it was coming from, so that you would um, be able to understand like the values and perspective of who was sharing that. So I would say what is the greatest energetic impact affecting our health at this time is really our brain's not working properly and we're unable to sometimes communicate with those that are kind of getting split further and further apart. And this is not what we want. We want to be come closer together and more unified. And so when we, when we kind of just like refuse to live in that state, you're going to be attracting more people um, 
more people around you that are going to be also in a similar state with you, like attracts like, which is really cool. So I wanted to just kind of like talk about for a second here, because this is very current. Like I mentioned before, we got Walmart, we got Amazon, we got TikTok that are starting to roll out and hiring uh, basically head honchos to roll out cryptocurrency. So what we're seeing is like the fiat currency, money just gets printed. Cryptocurrency, there's a certain amount of coins that are made. And initially, when when I started to hear, hear about crypto, I was like, what the heck is this? Like, what's the benefit to it? So when we're talking about sending and receiving, the benefit to cryptocurrency is that we can basically copy and paste our wallet. Like, say, for example, I was doing a session for you, Deneen, or vice versa. We can actually send and receive directly from our like crypto, say, for example, XRP wallet. And there's like a fraction of a penny in fees. Otherwise, if you're using your credit card, the person you're trying to pay, they're losing 2.5 to 5% in fees. So when we're talking about energy, we are sending and receiving when we're having an exchange here. That's great. We don't want interferences. We don't want interferences in our decisions and all of that. But when that 2.5 to 5% is, that's, that equates to about trillions of dollars a day, that's going to say like, the, the big bankers' pockets, the globalist pockets. That is mm-hmm. technically an interference between us sending and receiving our goods. And this just keeps more money or currency or whatever you want to call it actually in our wallets and our pockets. So I'd love for you to expand on this because I know that you're you're involved and interested in crypto as well. Yes, actually, crypto has been an incredible journey. Those of us who are working with crypto, we've really just found this amazing community of people. And it really is based on giving and receiving. And to me, when I look at crypto, it's really putting the power back in the little guy's hands. It's putting the power back in our hands. We are giving and receiving to each other. There's an even given exchange. And we're taking that middleman out. We're taking those bankers out. It's that whole situation was never designed or built to empower us. <laughs> it was meant to keep a certain small percentage of people in power. So now we're we're basically flipping the script. That's what I think of crypto. We're flipping the script completely. This is going to be a whole new movie that we are going to be directing ourselves. And it's exciting. And again, with crypto, I like that we're now seeing the rollout. Uh, there was a lot of us who knew that it was going to come and now it's here and we're seeing it across the board. Like I know, Rachel, you have started to set this up on yourself, on your, on your end. And I'm also going to go that route as well. So that way people can use that if they're going to book a service with me. And I like to see that other people are doing it as well. And to see these big companies starting to do that, it's really, I think just going to explode now. And we're going to see that it's going to turn the tides here and turn the tides more in our favor. And uh, another thing to think about is, there's a lot of like craziness happening right now, but I just want to remind everyone to remember this. Remember that for every bad thing, there's a positive opposite to that. We live in a world and a universe of duality. So things aren't all bad in the world. There's actually a lot of us that are here right now to actually restore balance. And I truly believe that people like Deneen and myself and those that we, um, you know, connect with within our communities are kind of here to do just that and so so don't get like woe is me oh my gosh the world's going to ish there's a lot of good things happening 
And from chaos, there's actually opportunity. And when we see these really big box stores, which I actually do not support those companies, I don't buy from Amazon, I don't buy from Walmart, I'll go directly to the source or a pure proved distributors. But you know that there's something to this when these big box stores are actually integrating crypto because it's going to make their margins better. So if you are an entrepreneur and a business owner, I really encourage you to look at this because every time you do a transaction, you are losing quite a bit of money that adds up and it's going to who knows whose pocket. Wouldn't you rather just keep that to yourself? Yeah, it's just it's such a cool time. So do you have anything else to add to this conversation of crypto? Because I know a lot of people are like, I do, I just don't understand this. What do you think some of the benefits are to it? So for the people who don't understand, and it could be, it, there's a lot of information out there, but there are certain people that I think have really been able to relay it and break it down where it's understandable and it's digestible. So definitely take your time and do your research with it. I've had to do that. Um, I'm still even diving in because I want to learn more and more and more because there is so much to learn. But so to get back into it, I would say, you know, well, I actually started off, this is how I started off with it. I started off with a more of a play mentality. Yeah, I'm going to play here. I'm going to see what it does. I almost didn't take it so seriously because I feel like when you put that type of energy into it and that it, it almost suffocates it. So I really went into it with more of an open mind and more of a, okay, let's play. Let's see what comes of this. And from that, I felt that it just now has overflowed into this beautiful like river of abundance. I'm seeing, you know, I'm seeing the return here of what I invested. And it's nice to have that be shown in, and it was actually in a short amount of time too, which was nice. But again, this is something I think you also have to ride the waves. You know, don't be scared if there's a dip. This is something that you have to get into. And again, be prepared for that. But it is a journey. And if you can ride it <laughs> and and sort of hold true to it, you're you're going to see a massive shift. I also like the concept of it being decentralized because with so much instability on the planet right now, we are in just like this crazy evolutionary process. We're seeing new systems come forth. We're seeing new um, different types of like control measures, surveillance measures coming forth. So I like that this is decentralized. And I also, I really didn't dig the concept of Starlink before because I purposely like getting off grid and uh, you know getting away from EMFs and and things like that and I legitimately feel better like it, it's noticeable when I have my off-grid four by four days but the thing is is that in certain countries of the world so I'm in Canada one of the concerns I have is well what if they just flip the script right when when we look at other countries that have had that happened and it can get shut down or things like that so when we look at decentralized options it's just another option so i encourage you to not necessarily just put your assumptions and values on new concepts when they come into your awareness but actually feel into the energy of it and when you do take the time to feel into it and not make decisions based on that fear state or emotional state, but, you know, really kind of think like, okay, 
what is going to happen in the future. Some of us are early adopters and, and I would uh, openly say that I am, I'd say about three years ago, I started doing virtual calls to help and reach more people make smarter decisions for their skin and rejuvenation journey. Cause I just saw in the industry, it's just cookie cutter. It's all about the money. It wasn't about this plan. And people looked at me sideways. They're like, why the heck are you doing like virtual calls with people from Europe or New York? You know, why don't you just like work with people one-on-one in person. But I just, I had this feeling. So sometimes when you just follow those nudges and those little niggles, as one of my favorite authors, Rebecca Campbell says, uh, you know, some really cool things can happen. Do you have anything to add to that statement? I, I agree. Yeah. Following those nudges. And there's actually something I wanted to touch upon too, because I do like the fact that it's also decentralized and I do like the blockchain technology. I like how transparent it is. And I think that just brings a lot more integrity to the whole system because what we're seeing now play out, this is the changing of systems. We're seeing old systems that did not work anymore. Those are deconstructing. It's like a demolition phase. Those are coming down and we have new systems in place that are actually going to support the whole. And that's what I really love about it. And we're seeing it take place and it's transparent. So that's another aspect of it that I like. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. We actually have some friends that even made their own coin. So we're going to see like innovation and like I was looking at some of the numbers with like Bitcoin, com- like now compared to last year. And so many more people are investing their funds into crypto. So we're just going to see like a massive explosion of this happen over the next year. Like I said, I do have uh, I would say like a little bit of a gift for innovation and kind of like thinking forward and Unfortunately, when you are like that or you have certain gifts like Deneen, yourself and clients that you work with to help cultivate, those around you just might not understand it. So really what it comes down to is what feels right for you at this point in time. What is in your highest good? What's in your highest good and also in the highest good of humanity? And when you do those little those little checks on information and concepts and ways of living that come into your awareness, you're going to be better able to discern if that's going to be a good or good thing for you or not. Can you add, uh, just in closing words here, Deneen, some tips that we can start to employ to actually add to our discernment right now? So to add to our discernment, basically what we were talking about before is opening up and being that clear channel. But it's also a two-way street. You have to also invite this in. So it's a relationship that you have to build. So it's something that you need to commune with. And I like also working with that trinitized energy of, I call it the mind-body-soul, because the mind-body-soul then puts you in touch with your spirit, which is your connection to source, your connection to all that is. So again, being that clear channel, that clear vessel, learning the tools and practices and implementing them. It needs to become a lifestyle. It's not just something that's a one and done that you're going to do. It needs to be part of your daily routine. And again, part of your lifestyle, but it needs to be resonant for you. So it's something to explore. It's something to play. It's something that you need to find what works for you because what works for me, certain practices or tools might not work for you, Rachel, or might not work for anybody that's listening. So you need to, again, check in, 
those little checks, those nudges that you get, what feels right for you? If I gave an example here today that doesn't feel resonant with you, then don't follow that. Look into something else that you can follow, but it's all about being that clear channel and opening yourself up, not only to receive, but so you can express yourself as well. That's important. It's all that give and receive energy, that receptive and expression. That's what we really need to tap into. And that's what's going to help with your discernment. When you're a clear channel, when your mind is clear and your body is clear and your soul is in tune you can figure out what's right for you and what's not. And that's what we need to see more of. And that's why we've been so programmed against it. So there's power that lies there. Absolutely. And I do just want to do a little bit of a word of caution here, um, just because in a lot of like the esoteric, spiritual, energetic circles, there is the concept of like microdosing and plant journeys and things like that. And uh, that's not actually in my path. And um the reason why is I, when you're in that state of taking a substance, it might actually just make you a little too porous and unfortunately can invite things in if you don't have the right protection around you. So if you're like, oh, okay, I want to get into the spiritual stuff. I'm just going to do some ayahuasca or some DMT or, you know, microdosing and things like that. Just uh, just a word of caution because of that recent statistic from the um, mentor and provider that I work with in the UK saying that the age groups of 30 to 40 year olds are hugely affected more than other age groups. And I just postulate it might actually be from that big trend to do things like microdosing. And if that feels like uh, doing that feels good for you and you've done all your checks and, but for me, it doesn't, that's fine too. Everyone's journey is going to be individual, but you don't need to, uh, take a substance to open up that channel. It's, it's already there for you. There can be things that you can use as tools, but just always make sure that you're checking in as to what feels right for you at that time and is going to be in your highest good. And yes, absolutely cultivating those connections with ourselves and others and you know what is actually available to help support our highest good and being for ourselves and others. It's there. We just have to ask for it. So for me working with that Christ consciousness Christian lineage, like that's that's where I get my my energy from and it might be different for someone, you know, who's a Buddhist monk and that's cool too. It's I'm reading this beautiful book right now. I'm actually savoring it, The Mists of Avalon. And yeah, and so like the future King Arthur's mom's daughter is then going and she's becoming this this priestess and all this stuff and they actually talk about like making sure you're a clear vessel and even abstaining from things like food during that time and only drinking water they only have water in avalon like from their special wells there they don't actually drink wine during that during that training so i mean it's not like a, a true book it, it's is kind of uh like fiction but uh i think that's also that concept too of not becoming too porous and opening yourself up using different tools that are available really checking in for your guidance do you have anything to add to that as well I agree. I think protection is highly important. And whenever you're engaging in a tool or a practice, you need to be mindful. Protection always really tune in if it's a certain teacher or practitioner, really get to know the work that they do 
and maybe other clients that they've worked with, you know, really, really check up on who you're working with. But again, use that discernment, but it's going to come through from being that that clear vessel. And it comes from many different avenues of what you can do for yourself and, and for your body with the food that you eat. Fasting has always been something that we've seen through the ages come through because it really clears you out. And that's one thing that you could be mindful of. So whether it's the food that you're eating or engaging in a fast, breath work, meditation, there's so many different tools that are available. So don't be afraid to explore them. And most of them are free, just sans. <laughs> and, you know, another thing is don't be lured into, you know, smooth talkers, if you will. Like look into their eyes. What are their eyes showing you? So this is getting back to that concept of radiance trying to find people that have this radiance that are of this high vibrational being and energy and state and just kind of observe that. And also the flip side duality version of that, of someone who just looks hot in their Instagram photo, but they go and show up on video and they're just like flat energetically. You just don't resonate with them. Maybe, maybe even unfollow that person so that when you're going through your feed, you're less susceptible to uh, other people's stuff too. So that's just a little, little bit of a tip. I've been cleaning up my feed and even with companies that I choose to support right now, I'm hyper-focused on supporting individuals like Deneen and some of our friends who, you know, you can, you can tell they're, they're trying to do good work in the world. So just wholeheartedly supporting those individuals emotionally and economically right now. So Deneen, how can people work with you? How can they hang out with you? Yes. So it's actually pretty exciting. We have started um, The Circle. So The Circle is a free online forum. It meets biweekly and we can really come together. It's social, it's educational, it's immersive, and it's networking. We do deep dives into topics. We do guided meditations together. And it's really been beautiful connecting with everybody that has come so far. And I'm excited to see where it's going to go and how it's going to expand. But yeah, so The Circle is wonderful. I recommend people coming and joining, seeing what it's all about. You can connect with me. You can connect with Rachel and some other beautiful people that we have that are coming to these circles. And it's just really nice to have that community where it's a safe place. There's no judgment, but we can really dive into these important topics and just share our personal experiences. I think communication is very pivotal in these times. So we can come together and we can communicate and share and express openly. There's power in that. So we have the circle and you can connect with me on Instagram. I put a lot on my stories, a lot on my page. So you can connect with me through there. And then the work that I do. So I do intuitive development. So I have intuitive development one and then intuitive development two. So it's four sessions in each. If you do the whole thing, it's eight sessions one-on-one -on -one with me, where we would work with your specific field and how you can develop your intuition and any of your abilities in that arena. And then I also have a mind, body, soul, psychic embodiment program for highly sensitive empaths and psychics to really harness their gifts. These are people who have been open and on and tapped on and just have not had a chance to learn how to manage or work with these abilities. So we do a deep dive there and really get them from moving from surviving to thriving. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, when you mentioned just like different sensitivities, WHO actually has a statement on their website that up to 15% of the world's population are hypersensitive to electromagnetic frequencies. I would say it's even more than that. <laughs> Probably. 
Yeah, I'm, I I suspect that too. So yeah, this is a pretty cool path of time to be a human and individuals like Deneen and I are here to just keep you guys on the straight and narrow. So thanks everybody for tuning into this episode here on the Rachel Varga podcast. You can learn more at rachelvarga.ca and share this episode with a friend or family member that you think could benefit from it as well. Hang out with Deneen and I in the circle. I really look forward to those weekly calls where we can kind of commune and hang out and share what we've been feeling over the last week with with other women that are kind of on a similar path. So I've, sh- I've shared our, the circle um, on my social media a couple of times. And so so Deneen is basically kind of the holder of the container of this. So thanks, everybody for tuning in here on the show. Have a great day.